I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I don't know if it's the time of year. I don't know if it's the fact that I haven't been writing enough. I don't know if it's I'm working longer hours than I had to last year, but I'm tired almost every day now when I get home. It's because of getting dark. You think that's it? That's it's just what it does de- for me. It's the seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hit about <sighs> one or no, like 11.45 today, just wall. Yep. Really? Yeah. I've been taking... Um, cold brew coffee to work every day and it's the only thing that's getting me through but i th- for some reason i think i have to save it it's like oh you can't have it till three and i'm falling asleep at one o'clock in the afternoon i'm like drink your coffee you dumbass <laughs> yeah you never think that nap time would be the time that you also want mm-hmm. to nap yeah mm-hmm. you get one technically yeah. even though you don't get to nap well that was a wonderful intro to the show hey before we begin sponsor time everybody Ambassador Cycling people, now that the season is winding down or ramping up if you're a crosser, uh, this is the time to make sure all the details are covered. You should really consider your position on the bike and how important it is to your power, your pleasure, and technically your pain. Get over to AmbassadorCycling.com and uh, set up a time to talk to the one and only Bike Fit Sam. Your cycling will change forever. No, really. Gooder Sunglasses people, the home for all the eyewear solutions that actually make you look, actually make you look cool on and off the bike trust me friends don't let friends wear dorky visor style glasses off of the bike get over to gooder.com today check out all the super affordable options for your face competitive cyclists people if you can get if you can't get it from the lbs get it over to competitive cyclist and get it taken care of all your shopping needs and wants in one place and if you do make sure you use the link at packfiller.com because it shows you're a true sponsor and supporter of the pack filler are you a sponsor now you're a supporter of the pack filler i misread my own ad copy and finally athletic brewing you know you're gaining winter weight right <laughs> sure it's somewhat destined to happen but rage against the dying of the light 
Get it? See what I did there? The Dying of the Light. Mm-hmm. L.I. Mm-hmm. L.I. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was pretty good. And switch it up with Athletic Brewing's brilliant non-alcohol low-calorie option. 70 calories for a beer. Yep. Use the link at packfiller.com today. So let's get to it. Uh, wrong screen. Uh, someday I'll get all this shit figured out. And then I'll die. That wasn't an omen. It wasn't. Sees the camera. It's right there. So the people can see my shaving booger. <laughs> oh, your mic's your mic's covering. Is it? Yeah, I see it right now. <laughs> Unless you look right at the camera and try and ex- expose it. I cut myself <laughs> shaving under the nose today and uh it looks like a booger, so I'm really thankful for masks. The season is now officially over, you guys, unless you're into cyclocross. In that case, good on you, and you might want to seek help for that. Here, there's a lotion you can make that'll cure it right up. Uh, it's time for another look into the pack. This is the pack filler, and the beverages are poured. In the studio is the panel for this week. Let's find something out about them, shall we? Because I like doing this. I just put all the pressure on you guys. I love it. And everybody gets to find out, you know, just little rational things about you. Gentlemen, please, after your introductions, tell the eager listening audience your most irrational fear. Something that bothers or frightens you that the most would think it is not that big of a deal. I'm giving you a second to think while the theme continues to roll. First of all, he's back as things should be. Mr. Paul Maine. Paul, what's your irrational fear? Running backwards, buck naked into a doorknob. Oh, my. I stole that. <laughs> That's a Johnny Carson thing. But <laughs> Yep. Okay. It's a phobia of mine. There you go. Buck naked yeah. into a doorknob. Yeah. All right. Uh, second of all, he's in the house, but this isn't his home. Mr. Jackson Bolter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> very true. My irrational fear, I think, is uh, going out into public in uh, sweatpants. It just... <laughs> Something I can never do. Really? Yeah. I, I, my, my girlfriend and I have talked about this too. She's like, m- many people go out in sweatpants. And yeah, it's like, sure. Nope. I have to put jeans on every time. When you get above or fifty, you dribble after peeing, so it's not sure. a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know some like some casual shorts that'll show that. Or oh, you guys, so you can see. It's like, yeah, looking yeah. at yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack's fucking mic is in the way. Um, Who's he? Yeah. yeah. Me, I'm Pat Bulger, and um, I think it's been commonly stated that that I have an irrational fear of frogs. I I have a very... Frogs. Frogs. Yeah, if I were a superhero, I'd be Frogman, because Batman is afraid of bats, so I'd be Frogman. When I was a little kid, we used to have this this cabin on the lake. And you say cabin just so you don't sound like a rich asshole, but we had a lake home, okay? Uh, And um, and okay, rich asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had uh, the back of the house was up against the hillside, and uh, there was there was this storage closet that held a little outboard motor that I was going to put on a boat. And I remember opening it one day, and like six or eight tree frogs, little tiny little tree frogs fell out of it and landed on me and landed on me and it 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 i i was super young but it freaked me out and it has to this day i've had an irrational fear of frogs ever since there you go so if any of you fuckers are in the race and you're just like hey frog boy or something like that i'll Mm -hmm. get a fake rubber one throw it on you yeah (laughs) (laughs) they got the whole field exactly winding up for the sprint (laughs) 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 (laughs
So I do want to take a second and wish the one and only Jack Broadhead a belated birthday, you guys. He didn't. He tried to get by without without us knowing that it was his birthday yesterday. Perhaps the bike fairy can pay a visit to Jack, so he's going to get be more apt to come play with us this next year. I wish him happy birthday on his birthday. Did you? Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me it was his birthday. I asked like four times, and he didn't tell he didn't me tell until me. today. You just knew. Yeah. How his do you wife know? posted something on no, Facebook. Yeah, okay, okay. I thought I was like, shit, are you one of those guys who keeps a calendar or something like yeah. that? Uh, so, um, so, hey, cheers, cheers to Jack. Jack, here's to you, man. Man, get on the bike. Yeah, quit running, dude. Uh, let's fess up, you guys. Who rode this week and how many times? Uh, who wants? Does anybody want to jump into this realm and go first? Jackson, you... you. Uh, <laughs> I rode on Zwift last week once. Um and then you and I rode on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, but that's been it. You know, I'm fine with the slope beginning to curve downwards. Right. Yeah, it's that time of year. I'm not racing, so I'm fine with it. Good to relax. <sighs> okay. No, I just I'm I'm getting paranoid. But, uh, but Paul, how was your ride week? Well, um. Saturday, I rode with a group of people who would be willing to play with me. I'm like, guys. <laughs> Guy Winston, I know. Um, You're he, making up names no, no. now. Okay. Winston, he's he was on the TNT, and yeah. he asked uh, Luther, and, and yeah, Dennis Luther. was there, and Anton, really? uh, those guys. And we went out for a ride, and they thrashed me. And uh, yeah, How far did you go? I cut it off short, and it was like maybe 30 miles. We went. Up um, Baltimore, and then we went up um, uh, Sagewood, you know, Willow Springs Sagewood. Sure, it's a sure. good climb. And then went and did, like, up by, what is the name of that, Tower Mountain or something like that. Oh, and so kind of around here. I'm done. Wow. Yeah, I was not. Just massive climbing. <laughs> yeah, because Winston is trying to get, I don't know, some stupid, he's probably listening, but yeah. I don't know, stupid, like, so many feet of climbing in a year and he's behind oh. so everything has to go uphill and he oh, just invited me to go fuck. do st- step toe today really so, uh, so i got new friends since you guys <laughs> you're dumping us <laughs> yeah. so step toe oh for yeah. those for the listener who doesn't know i think we talked about this on the show before but we wrote it once it's yeah. this butte out it's like a zit in in this large area of farmland it just sticks out of nowhere it's a big bulbous zit like my cut under my nose it just sticks <laughs> up out of nowhere and um how many feet of climbing you say it's 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 not like that three four hundred feet yeah it's not that much but shit how many feet i mean winston I think he's better off going to Mount Spokane and climbing. No, he's that. done that too several oh. times. Yeah, there's going to be snow on there though, anyway. So. <clears throat> yeah, now. Well. Yeah, there's snow. I uh, I got two rides in this week. Jackson and I did a. 40? Oh, I wasn't done. Oh, I, fuck. I went by myself. Oh my on god! Wow. I had Monday off, and I went for a ride by wow. myself. Jeez. I thought I would try <clears throat> something different because everybody talks about. You know, it's so beautiful. You know, bike riding. You you're looking around. You see things that you normally don't see. So I thought I'm gonna. I'm just going to do a normal, just a seven mile, and I'm going to do exactly that. Didn't see a damn thing. I just think I'm not going hard enough, so I ended up just, you know. Yeah. So I just started pushing on the pedals, and ah, fuck that, you know. So you're kidding me. Yep. Okay. I, I here I, I I'm got, serious. I was finding a a perfect segue into into my ride week because Saturday, Jackson and I rode, and it was nice to not bleed through my eye sockets for once. And we we didn't go easy, but we didn't go hard. Would you say, Jackson? 
and uh and i i i thought the ride through the river along the river was gorgeous it was pretty yeah. i got to look up and not just be staring hmm. at somebody's wheel in front of me praying for them to ease up you didn't hear that i didn't do that you didn't okay no. okay I, I thought i was going to but i didn't really uh, yeah i thought i was just gonna have a casual just you know you still think when you ride by yourself i haven't ridden by myself in a long time yeah it's been with groups probably for the last two three months but um i thought it would be refreshing just to uh, sit there and i did no. think about things like god i'm getting old and how am i gonna fix this <laughs> uh i'm gonna do like motor pacing i mean and, and that's what i was instead of looking at the beauty so you were constantly thinking about getting faster or staying fast yeah i know it wasn't oh. a consciously it just seemed to keep slipping down in this groove of thought <laughs> i'd go over look at the trees yeah well, i've seen those before so on next year this is what i'm gonna do <laughs> Back out of the groove, back down. Okay, no, good for you, man. I did chase cartoons on Sunday. I uh, I got home. I had this is my my other job is is working at a high school, and I had to work on some stuff at school on Sunday, and so I came home a little later in the afternoon. Wind was blowing like a son of a bitch. I think there were thirty plus mile an hour gusts on Sunday. At least, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And so I just looked around and said, I'm not going to go out and push this. So I'll I'll hop on the trainer and see what it's like what it's like to remember what it's like to chase cartoons and um i uh, i'm not gonna bash it but i don't know it's gonna take me a while to get into that mindset to to do that again more on that later though Mm. oh okay yeah yeah teaser there yeah um so that was that was good you know i it was it was the saturday ride was beautiful and i was hoping to do a sunday ride but i just i had you guys i had a guilt dream I think I talked about this yeah, in the yeah. text. I actually went to bed that night thinking Sunday I was going to get up and go for a ride, and I was super excited about it. And then oh, in the middle of the night, it's like these demons woke up and were dancing on my shoulders telling me to go in and get some work done and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, fuck you, adult dreams. You know? It's, yeah. God, it made me mad. It made me mad. And I'm being depressive. So let's – hey, I got a new news theme. You guys want to hear it? Okay, it might be way too much. See, I need your honest opinion on the new news. If it's thing. anything like that other. Hey, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> this one's this one. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. It's only 15 seconds. Panda watch. It just made me fun. <laughs> yeah. I just thought of that when I was doing that. Okay, um. Okay, you guys, here's the headlines. Tade says, uh, I'm not the new Mercs, but Eddie says not so fast. I don't know if you guys have seen this headline out there today. Every time a new rider emerges to dominate in the pro peloton, they're faced with comparisons against the greatest male rider of all time, Mr. Eddie Mercs. Tade Bogachar sat down at a sponsorship event at DMT headquarters in Verona, with the cannibal himself where they traded compliments. And usually, if you can get a compliment out of Eddie, you know that shit's going well. Uh, Pogacar made history, obviously, this weekend after winning in Lombardia after taking his second Tour de France. And in the in the same season as another monument at Liège, Beston Liège. And Eddie uh, suggested that the Slovenian could finally be the next great champions. And he said, and I quote, I have heard many times this is the new Mercs. Without the conditions being fulfilled, that's brutal. First of all, Eddie always just like says, hey, you know, that's great, but you're not good. But um, he says, I have heard many times that this is the new Mercs without the conditions being fulfilled. But today, I think 
We are really there this time, Merck said. He is 23 and has already won the Tour de France twice. Incredible. He's only at the beginning of his career. I think he can do better than me in some races. He is 23 years old and already won the Tour de France twice in 30 races. That is unbelievable. At 24, I had not even won the Tour. He is still at the beginning of his career, but I think he's going doing better than me in some races. He is great. He is a great champion, and we're going to enjoy him for many years to come. Whoa. That's a big one from the cannibal. So my questions to you guys is, is naming somebody the new Eddie Merckx officially a curse? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think it's a thing that we see in a lot of sport uh, topics. You know, um, I, with, with soccer, um, obviously everybody's like, oh, is this like the next Pele? Yeah. Even though I think Pele was kind of a – that's another thing. Um, Whoa. Yeah, but uh, – uh, and everybody and there's like a modernized version of what that looks like. And I think that Pugacha is the modernized version of what Merckx looks like. He's not going to just sit at the front all day long and just blow everybody off the back. He's he, he's a modernized version of what that is. But I think I don't know if it's a curse because he's sure winning even when people are telling him. So I could have sworn Evenepoel had some Eddie Merckx comparisons and that was before the crash. I'm not saying it's a curse, but Paul is is what do you think? Well, I think <clears throat> are you when you have somebody establish kind of like I I'll use the Beatles, which I can't stand their music. You can't just, stand the Beatles? Uh, I can't handle. Them. Um Maybe but everybody should ride with other friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three really? chords people. It's just three freaking chords. But they were the ones who did it first. I know. It's like so, and that's it. So okay, that's sorry. kind of my point is whether you, you know, some most people know who Eddie Merckx is. Most people know who the Beatles are. Yeah. But how many times in my lifetime I've heard this band's like the next Beatles or this band, you know, everybody yeah, yeah. uses that's the That's the measuring stick. But when it comes from the prophet himself, yeah, okay. that's a big thing. Now. That's a good point. Yeah. So we'll see. It's usually the Belgian pa- papers that. Or that's the next Merckx, and if you think back, the next Merckx is always a Belgian. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm sure Eddie likes the idea of having somebody else being close to him that isn't a Belgian. So. Oh, okay. So Eddie just wants to say, stay big well, cheese in Belgium. You, you could look at his, you know, uh, Pogaccia. I mean, he's won two monuments in the Tour de France in one year. There's only one person that's done that. That's Eddie Merckx himself yeah. in 1969. Milan San Remo, and he won the tour, and I think he won Lege. Maybe it was, I think it was Lege he won that. Has one. cycling changed so much, and has the competitive level changed so much that to actually expect somebody to have a career like Eddie Merckx is completely unobtainable? Yeah. I mean, the sport. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think you, you, I, you know, I, I was a, I was in cycling. At the very best, at the tail end of Eddie's career, mm-hmm. actually, I was in Bernardi no years, mm-hmm. um, and it just it just seems like Eddie's years were just go to the front, crush, destroy. It, it, that that can't happen anymore in the current mm-hmm. peloton. Would would am I? You could argue that's what uh, Tadi Pogacar did at uh, Lombardia. Lombardia. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he just people attacked, and if you read everybody that that was there, like couldn't even couldn't even mark them yeah really? i mean yeah, yeah they were just like flabbergasted 
So, well, I think it's also interesting to see how um, Pogaccio won his first tour. It wasn't with a team. He did it by himself, really. Like, obviously, his team was there for a, like f- to help him, but yeah. w- in the high mountain stages, he was alone every time. But he still won somehow. So it's like, yes, he's not hitting the front, but he is also doing it by himself. He won that first one kind of by himself. So it, I, I can see a comparison there as well. Yeah, Ian, he's obviously smart. I mean, he knows yeah. knows his situation. I mean, even his equipment. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So in those high I mountains, was, yeah, he yeah, switched yeah, yeah, from yeah. a disc brake to a, a uh, rim brake, and thank yeah, you. And uh, you know, three, uh, two of the three people on the podium were on rim brakes mm. at Lombardia. It's not dead yet. No, it's it's, it's got it's hanging on by a thread. And I've seen some really slow fucking wheel changes. <laughs> Yeah, in, in the pro peloton. And yeah. I mean, I'm seeing guys just basically get off their bike and just go, man, I'll just help. Because well, they just know it's going to take forever unless they're getting a bike change. Yeah, there's. Well, I'm sure you're going to reach a topic about a recall, so I won't go any further. Actually, I do. Shit, did I include that story? I will say the one thing that really did surprise me was how Pagacha descended. You could tell he was a little iffy whether that be the braking system or whether that be just the descent in and of itself but you could see how um oh who was it who wasn't who got second uh the italian from de kunik and it slipped in my mind starts with them yep he was local too yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's he knows those roads that's how he closed it up i mean that's his hometown he finished in his hometown yeah so i i I didn't know (laughs) if it was that but little conspiracy theory to yeah, think about. Yeah, it could you know. be. I mean, there's 19 hairpins, yeah. and they were varied. And so, yeah, Pagacha locked it up a couple of times, but so did Roglic on a disc brake in, in Vuelta and went in the ditch. Yeah. yeah. When he, I mean, if you hit that corner, it doesn't matter what brake system. If you're in the, you know, you hit that the apex you wrong, wrong you got yeah. the wrong line, you're, yeah, yeah nothing's going to save you. I did not include the Specialized Tarmac SL7 recall in my news story. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to expand on that that thought, I know you're going to blame it on the brakes, but it's actually a cockpit error from what I understand. It, it is a it, stop ride immediately. Yeah, it is a yeah. stop ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. The steer tubes are snapping. You can. Yeah. There's a several YouTubes of people have actually sent in the pictures that, no that have, have that. Have. And some of the... The complaint with that is, is yeah, it looks really good, but the function, there's one guy out of Australia, and I can't remember his name, but he is the carbon guru of, you know, well, he was worked in the um, aerospace, uh, mm. and so he knows carbon really well, and, he, and he's very scientific, and he's kind of, you know, maybe a geek about it, but um, he tries not to bash people, and he takes, like, broken bikes, like, you know, different all manufacturers and, and takes, you know, dismantles them and says, here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. So he's not a fan. And a lot of people aren't a fan of that aero cockpit because it, almost the internal every cable, cable routing. routing. Yeah. 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 We're, every, point, oh, we're pointing to Jackson because he's got internal cable yeah. routing. On yeah. His bike. So you're trying to do, you're if you doing, think yeah. about the function of that headset mm-hmm. and then running cables through there, yeah. I mean, that, they're they're trying to get it so it doesn't add too much weight, because in order to get it to work, you're going to have to use like s- sleeves of aluminum instead of carbon and blah 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 blah. I mean, it can get really deep. So they're they're trying to make all this for you know it. 
when it comes to selling bikes, it's more fashion than function, and the function sure. should be first. Mm-hmm. And if it's a safety situation, for crying out loud, and if you watch people trying to route those hoses, brake hoses and stuff, and that almost every mechanic's like, God, I hate this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it's it's just ridiculous when people's because if you lose your steering, it's not a good yeah. thing. Mm-mm. Have you even opened y- y- the cockpit <clears throat> on your bike uh, to, to I even like? Yeah, have no. you accessed any of the cable routing or anything like that within the headset area? I have not, but what I really do appreciate what BMC did um, is that they, it's not a one piece, which would make it way more difficult sure. if it was just that one piece because bmc thought first of all bar bar stem piece yeah but it's still that aero cockpit mm-hmm. and they also made it a two-piece for comfort which i appreciate so if for traveling or work purposes it's going to be easier to get it apart rather than i have to take my whole handlebars apart mm-hmm. great now sure. i have this thing um yeah. i haven't had a chance to but honestly i would have taken it to a shop anyways if something went wrong yeah you know it's it's that's out of my yeah Scooter is Scooter on the SL7? Yeah, he yeah. is. Yep. I remember I was I saw the recall and I was immediately going, "Uh, dude, is this your bike?" And I guess it's a good time for yeah, it. Yeah, he's you crossing into the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's racing cross, but still kind of sucks. It totally sucks. Mm-hmm. Those are not cheap bikes. And nope. just after uh, Specialized made their Crux, which yeah. was their cross bike into a gravel bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's totally. not yeah. You got problems if they're doing that same thing. So. Yeah, tough week for special. Well, th- yeah. there was there Athos or whatever it is. Oh, the Athos, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That has no hidden ca- cables. Really? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's a light bike. In order to get it down to six point eight with with this, you you can't integrate all that. This just adds weight. So you know people are screaming they want a lightweight bike. Now you have exposed cables. And you have to think about it. It's more fashion because what are you losing more? You gain a half a pound a pound on a bike? Yeah. Or the aerodynamic drag you have on two cables? Just shrink wrap them. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's... Zip tie, man. And yeah. then you get... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and then you have people's safety involved just... So you can sell a bike because that's what people. Is that do. what's failing? It's a cockpit failure where they're where they're with the hoses, losing steering. Yeah, steering. There's different. Everybody has. What happens is that the cable in there will rub against something, and you can lose your brakes that way. I mean, if it shears yeah. off, you're going to lose your hydraulics, and then you yeah. have to use your shoes yeah. on your tires. Yeah, like in Paris Roubaix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like if you're when, you're, for when your disc brakes stop, that's what you have to do. Shit. So. And, well, Let's keep anyway. let's keep with this because I'm I'm going to skip a news story and keep delving into the tech news. One bike to rule them all, and I I know I always pronounce this brand name wrong, but I'm going to give it my shot. Wheelier, Wheelier, Wheelier Triestina uh, has has released the Rave SLR. I don't know if you guys have seen the news of this one. All new gravel race bike that will sit at the top of its gravel portfolio. Uh, folio along the existing Jena, while also occupying the brand's endurance all road segment design with performance is the priority they claim it has created a bike that is both light and responsive with quote racing geometries end quote to that end it borrows the same carbon fiber formulation used in the brand's top tier road race bikes the filiante slr and the zero slr which has then been mixed with what the brand calls and i'm quoting them special viscoelastic fibers such as liquid crystal polymers end quote said to create a reactive frame with good ride quality. 
They've given the Rave SLR clearance for 700 by 42 millimeter tires, which is a big freaking tire, as well as the ability to accept group sets from both road and gravel um, on sides of the coin, mechanical, electric, and of course, wireless uh, iterations. Uh, so uh, dual nature road and off-road intentions. So you ready for this part? Clearly putting the, the Rave against the very best gravel bikes available, the high-performance intention of the bike is reflected at the available builds with an entry price into complete bikes starting at 8,580 pounds, which is over 11 grand starting. <laughs> Before we all go, holy shit, uh, you know, all the... What um, thoughts on and I you know and I, I know that 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 Paul is going to roll his eyes because we're going to talk about bikes other than road bikes, but <laughs> thoughts on the concept that one bike could potentially work everywhere. I know we've touched on a lot of stuff like this, but it seems to keep popping up. People keep trying to make it something that is feasible that could happen. Um, is this a myth? In your opinions, uh, it's tough because the three T Exploro tried to do this too. Sure, um, it was that 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 aero gravel bike, um, which I I mean I think it's a really good idea. You know, it, if you're gonna race gravel, you might as well make it fast. Um, but I think it's really tough because um, you're gonna have th- like things are going to be built for a specific purpose, and they're not going to be built for like for instance a gravel bike or an endurance bike aren't isn't necessarily a hardcore road race bike Mm -hmm. in and of itself i like the idea of one bike to rule them all um just because cost effective you know this is one of the most expensive sports you could possibly get into yeah when you got a bike starting at 11 grand yeah um lord but i used to believe that it was a thing but slowly but surely i've kind of begun to realize that like there are specific bikes for a reason, you know. I wouldn't take my when we did BWR. I wouldn't mm-hmm. take my BMC there. I wouldn't have done that just because scratched it more than I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it just would have, it would have handled incorrectly, you know. Um, so I think if you want something for a specific purpose, make it for that. But I like the idea of one bike to rule them all. But I don't know if it's going to happen. But correct me if I'm wrong, so I believe these gravel bikes are dealing with similar geometries to a road racing bike, mm-hmm. a 73, 72 head tube, seat tube angle, which is not that far off. But it's the wheelbase. The wheelbase yeah. is yeah. different. That's where you're going to get handled exactly. more than anything else, yeah. a fork rake. Um, yeah, to me, it's like that uh, quiver killer idea. It's like Napoleon ice ice cream. You know, Neapolitan, Neapolitan, excuse me, <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, it's no, like it's yeah. not popular. I mean, yeah. if you want strawberry ice cream, you just get strawberry. I mean, it's like most know, people pick the kind out. Yeah, that they exactly. Want anyway. That's what yeah. you're doing. So they're trying to get, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that type of ice cream, and it's it doesn't work. And there's a few people like all three, yeah. and it, it may work. But if Weird you're a those. serious road rider, if you're a serious road rider, there isn't any gravel bike made that's gonna fill that bill there's no way mm-hmm. and if you're a serious gravel person i don't i don't think you know yeah yeah i i just don't see the crossover but i think if you're a person that's just you know what i just have i want to buy one bike i like to ride 
to Seven Mile and look at the trees. And <laughs> s- <laughs> it might be the bike, but for eleven grand, I don't know. That's that is the quiver killer right there. Yeah. The price tag. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I after we finished Belgian Waffle and Jackson, we got we put you on an airplane. You get you had to get home, so I stayed in California for quite some time and did some road riding on my gravel bike. You know, just because my I had. You know, seven hundred seat wheels. I had, uh, I think it was where we were rolling like thirty thirty two twos. Yeah, um, I just put a little more air in them and went everywhere, and it was comfortable as hell. It was a nice ride. I know that if I if there was a local crit and I wanted to get into it, I could probably line up at a local crit. It probably wouldn't respond anywhere near like I wanted it to. It would no. be sluggish as shit, no. and um, I, I'd probably just have a good time and call it good. Um, it reminds me kind of of the you know our, our friends at Mojo Cyclery. You know, uh, where's my Cha-ching. bell? Yeah, exactly, number five there. It reminds me of that because uh, um, those guys are you know they they're not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And and I think that you know when when these guys are talking about this rave SLR, they intentionally mention occupying the brand's endurance all road segment. Endurance is a different mentality mm-hmm. than than this type of a bike. And um, when you want a race bike, you want something that's got a little bit of a pop to it. You know, you come out of a corner, and it. I, I keep associating it with a good pair of skis. You know, a good pair of slalom skis that shoot you out of one corner into the next you want that feel on a on a good solid road bike you don't want that feeling when you're riding seven or eight hours on on gravel. bumpy gravel roads mm-hmm. or even just rolling terrain while you're on a bike packing trip mm-hmm. i yeah. said that to intentionally bother you paul because i know you'd never bike pack um that's a dumb word <laughs> <laughs> it's two words that shouldn't be um so you know i i Sure, there can be one bike to rule them all if you're just intending to use them for specific purposes. Is mm-hmm. that, that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I remember when um, coming back from BWR and getting on my road bike, it was like, like you can tell when you're on, not to be like cheesy or anything, but you can tell when you're on a race machine. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you like I switched from a relaxed geometry, a steel bike, not like not to mention, but yeah, you you switch from one to the other, and it's like wow, this is switching from my Subaru to a Ferrari. Like mm-hmm. it's just two different things. Ferrari, I've never driven a Ferrari. I have driven a Porsche, I. really high end Porsche though. So like I I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, s- sorry, we can't make car jokes around Paul. No, <laughs> it's still too nice yes, Yeah. Tender of a wound. Um, How about you know? And since we're here, and again, we're going to kind of rehash some old things. But the price of the sport, Um, the fact that this is a now this is this is a high end bike from these guys, and and they're they're going for it, you know. And I think about the 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 specialized tarmac guys who are out there going, "Holy shit! I spent twelve grand twelve grand on a bike, and now I can't ride it." You're telling Mm -hmm. me I can't ride it? I mean, I guess recalls happen. They have Holy a fix for it. Shit. Mm-hmm. They, they have do. A fix, yeah. It's a heavy plastic shim they're going to put in your head, too. Would you trust it until? Well, the thing is, is how long has this been going on? And Specialized finally says, hey, yeah. we've got a problem here, yeah. but we got to fix it. How long does it take for them to. They didn't just go like, oh, we could fix that. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. Have you seen Fight so, Club? No, I haven't. Oh, well, where he's where he's uh, he's on the airplane telling people about the statistics of how long you just let something go before you issue a recall, and mm-hmm. it's just like you know, hey, the percentage of deths are way too low. We're not going to issue yeah. a recall. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll work on that. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. And what? Y- you know, maybe it isn't the case, but you have to, yeah. you know, wonder with with eleven grand. Ah, for a beginning level of a bike. Um, are, are we officially, can we officially lay down the stamp that cycling has become completely out of hand cost bu- budget-wise? I mean, enough of this shit. This is, this is stupid. Yeah. Um, have, have you ever, re- can, have any of you guys ever been on a 10 to 12 grand bike? I've never ridden one. No. no, none of us have. So we can't say necessarily, I mean, it's like when you're drinking wine. If 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 you if somebody tells you you're drinking uh, a two hundred dollar bottle of wine, your taste buds are probably going to go, "Wow, that's amazing!" Velvet, the aftertaste, the bouquet, the the piquant aftertaste, you know all this kind of stuff. But if if you have it in a bag and somebody tells you it costs six bucks, you're going to probably say, "Well, that's nice." Yeah. I just don't understand the concept of somebody spending that much on a bike. And and it's suddenly performing that much more majestically. Yeah, I I have said this as of recently a lot. You know, I Jack he's thinking about getting a new bike, and he said, uh, yeah. "What's what's what's the difference? Would you recommend Ultegra or uh, Durace?" And I oh, was like, "Neither." <laughs> or 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 like the switch between now that everything is uh elect uh, ele- electronic it's uh rival and force and red it's yeah. it's we're getting to that point where there is really no difference besides weight and i will for the rest of my days always suggest go for an ultegra or go for a force cuz they're going to shift the exact same it's just you're sacrificing weight and for people like me who I'm not a pro and in all reality I don't need to spend that much money to get to lose a, to shed a couple grams like if it's going to shift the exact same I don't I don't know if I need to spend that much more money so it it just doesn't I don't know all like all of that stuff doesn't really mean anything to me anymore I've never gone from a Shram Red to a Shram Force I've never gone from a Durace to a an Ultegra within the same year, within mm-hmm. the same technology ske- uh, levels and models. So I, I, I don't know if I could compare and contrast the two. It'd be a fun experiment to just to yeah. be able to go for a ride and say, "Wow, the Durace is so much smoother," or "Wow, the Shram Red is is that much smoother," or the lightweight nature does make a difference. I mean, I think anymore, all you're going to get is wow. The difference between mechanical and electronic. I don't think you're going to get, wow, this feels different anymore. I think we're at that point. Care to bring an old yep. rim brake perspective? Hey, boys. Can yeah. I do a lot of hey, sweat? boys. Best keep sweating out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the price, the thing is, is, is what makes... What makes these guys money is what they're after. I mean, manufacturers. Um it is not the bike racer who's spending eleven grand. He's not. It is no. a, it's somebody who can afford it. It's in a social it's economic the level. Poser. Yeah. yeah, and and you know to be honest with you, I would like to ride that bike, but I'm not going to spend eleven grand on it. And you you can go on YouTube. You can 
you know, read any article, no one, if you blindfold people, you will not notice a difference between Durace and uh, Altegra. You're not going to notice a difference in performance. The big thing is weight. And I am not a big weight weenie, but, you know, I will, I'll go as low as I can until I think that, you know, this product's able to handle the wear and tear of what I put on the bike. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to like, oh shit, you know, I got to be careful because I'm hitting gravel, you know, and this, Mm -hmm. this part or these hubs aren't designed for that or these wheels. I don't, I don't want to have that, but. And you don't have increased. some guy in a van behind you repairing your bike every night. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And 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 you know, twenty twenty four wheels for a whole team. You yeah. know, which anyway, that's another topic we'd talk about too. Is, yeah. But I I I know that the manufacturers are are. That's why we have hidden cables. And we have the problem that we have because the people that have that that uh, ability to spend that much money, I'm going to spend eleven grand. And look how clean that looks, or mm-hmm. one with cables. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. And disc brakes that looks like advanced rim brakes have been around for a while. Yeah, and that's why they're dying out. And mechanical. I mean, it, everybody likes electronic, but there is some flaws in that. It's not. But the manufacturers have a tendency to sell like this solves all your problems if you switch to disc brakes or electronic shifting or yeah. to get rid of the cables. You're going to gain X amount. I mean, that's their sales tip, but. It's unfortunate that Saram and and Shimano don't offer a mechanical, like good quality mechanical rim brake version. Because that eleven thousand dollar bike, you're knocking about three grand off, yeah. and the weight's going to be down. Yeah. But no one's buying those bikes because the only ones that want to buy that bike are cheap bastards like you and I, <laughs> and we're like we'll, we'll run our shit until they falls apart. You know. Until we have to buy a bike or you crash it or something. But, so, but don't you think there would be a marketplace in there that that manufacturers could find a brilliant market market gap there of people who are? I mean, we're always going to know the people who are who have an incredible successful accounting job and mm-hmm. they are training for their first Ironman and they go out and they buy a fifteen thousand uh, dollar tarmac. Um, well, and I agree, and I think you know after this COVID thing, we we talked about. You know, people are getting on bikes. Yeah. When you make this leap that somebody's like, you know, I really like riding it on the road, and they buy a used, you know, Clonago or something like that yeah. for a couple of grand, as like Pro Closet or something. And then next thing you know, they, I want something better, something new, and they got to jump up to 11 grand, yeah. another $10,000 more. I mean, Bye. there isn't there isn't anything. There isn't anything in between. And I think there's a gigantic hole in the market that yeah. is being missed, mm-hmm. and and it's it's turning out to be gravel bikes are well up until this story gravel bikes was cheaper. were fairly affordable. Mm-hmm. Mountain bikes have been fairly affordable, and when I say fairly affordable, I'm I'm still talking three to six grand, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. um, when you're talking about a bicycle. You know, the average person looks at you when you tell them. You know, you spent seven thousand dollars on your bike. They're going to go, "What? Why?" Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, I, I just, I just think there's a. You mentioned it, Paul, and I didn't even think about it. That why there can't be a. I don't want to say a mid range because I don't want to cheapen the experience, but a, a range of bikes that still offer mechanical rim brake performance at a more affordable. I mean, if you mm-hmm. can make Shimano one hundred and five group sets, uh-huh. why can't you make 
a, a range of, a, of componentry that sticks to the traditional technology yet still becomes a, an affordable price point. If I, I will buy electronic shifting. I will. Yeah, I think I it's no great. I think yeah. it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I you and I, the three of us sitting here, are people who will spend that much money on a bike eventually when we have the cash. We want a performance racing yes. bike. Mm-hmm. But if you've got an average person who wants a performance racing bike but doesn't have the sickness to <laughs> to to have been to it so long that they are begging to spend all their free income um, why not have a three four thousand dollar really nice bike that can compete with those high end bikes i mean I, I, does it is is the bike industry shooting themselves in the foot by offering that is it everybody has to jump up or we go out of business i don't know it just sounds like they'd sell a lot more bikes well i think a really special and interesting brand is canyon because it is one of those brands that doesn't deal with shops it's direct to consumer which lowers their prices which and i'm and i'm not saying skip your local bike shop no give uh, yeah. give them your, your your support but i think canyon is a very interesting brand because they can lower their prices to a point that other brands can't um and they also do a thing where they offer the same frame as the top end range but with different group sets all all together mm-hmm. for instance um tyler pierce the vegan cyclist rode unbound on a three thousand dollar bike Exe- like top end f- uh canyon grizzle frame but with uh, mechanical GRX. He rode the same thing for the Impossible Route that they just recently put out, which was like four days, eight hundred miles. But it was all on mechanical shifting, which makes me really go, "Wow, you can offer a like a peak top end bike with shifting that is not maybe maybe at the top end, but it can still do all of the same things better than other people's can." Yeah. So I just and and they do the same with the, with their uh their their road line as well. They have the top CFR, but then they go all the way down, all the way down to the CF SLX, which is like mechanical everything at that point. So it's it's really interesting how a direct to consumer brand can do something like that. But you see a lot of these other ones that have to kind of you advertise that SRAM red bike, mm-hmm. and then you move down, and it's only like a thousand dollars less. I just, I, I just, it just, it just makes sense to me as a business model that if I can sell more of something that's slightly less in cost as opposed to less of something that costs more, does it equate? Does it? Do, 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 am I am am I benefiting as a manufacturer? Well, if you look at the way that, if you design a frame with disc brakes there's no option to have well here's our frame with disc brakes and rim brakes Mm -hmm. so that already throws you in a category yeah it's going to be more expensive it takes more material to and adds weight to to that frame because of the disc brakes the way it's designed so then if you say well we're with this they have to they can't have disc brakes mechanical disc brake uh electronic um frames i mean it just adds so much to it i mean you can get little caps like my bmc was in that transition between i could use it for mechanical which i do or i can go electronic and it's got where your cable routing goes in i have little caps that i save that you can pop in there and it fills in those holes okay so 
But I think a lot of them are just saying, well, screw it. Every every bike, if you sell a bike at three thousand, let's say four thousand, and a Tega me- mechanical at five, six thousand, probably around six thousand dollars, right? And then there's electronic that's uh, a little bit less quality, like maybe a Force, you okay. know, or something. Yeah. That's two thousand dollars more. You're at that point where people are like, well, that's that seems old fashioned. There's my advancement, you know, and that's what they're finding out that people are willing to spend that extra two grand. So they're chasing, they're giving what people want, and that's what they're purchasing. And so, and you got to, you know, in my opinion, you if you're manufacturing, you have to fine line. You can't give too many options on the design because you're sure. going to have so many different frames. You have colors. You have, yeah, you know, you have mechanical or electronic disc brake, rim brake. So they just said, listen. You know, you had SRAM and, and Shimano saying, upper end, no mechanical. Yeah. Um, we almost need the D. Disc brakes. For this, but, yeah. Uh, although Shimano did come out with rim brakes on their newer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, are they going to continue? Most likely not. No, you know. It's kind of like, uh, it reminds me, you and I, Paul, on a ride had a discussion about the days when bike frames were centimeter increments Mm -hmm. you could you would buy a 58 a 57 a 56 Mm -hmm. a 55 sometimes in half centimeter increments and um that was the range of the bikes and then i think right around the time of mountain bikes it switched to a small medium Mm -hmm. large it just became a stems and seat posts kind of a kind of a game and uh yeah so i guess you're right less options it makes more cost effective yeah your manufacturing costs are you know way down if you're not making so many variety yeah there's always there's always something that you think's going to work you put on production and you think oh this is the hot color or the hot Mm -hmm. option and for some reason it doesn't stick or the steer tube snaps you know (laughs) and then it's like all of a sudden like everybody scrambles and you know now we got to rethink the game and now we're sitting on what are we going to do with all these bikes in the boxes sl7s that are sitting here do the bike shops have to pay to get their mechanics to put that sleeve in? So, you yeah. know, who's going to cover that cost? Yeah. But that's the, the game that they're willing, I think, to them, they're willing to gamble. This is what we want to do, and and this is how we're making money. So, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we didn't solve anything. No, I, th- I wanted to solve something. I thought we were onto something there. I thought Back we to gonna... steel bikes, one yeah. centimeter, custom builders. Yeah, no big, big 
boys like I miss the look of a beautiful custom bike though. I do. I and I oh, man, you know, my Harry Gary over there is still mm-hmm. a beautiful bike. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see that anymore. Nope. Shit. Well, lost that one. Let's get to the topic, shall we? Topic brought to us by our friends at Wahoo. You know Wahoo. Click the link on packfiller.com and get your computer, your trainer, your accessories, and now the new system. S-Y-S-T-M, a training platform that takes all the greatness of the Sufferfest and adds so much more, you guys. Um, and you guys don't know about the topic, so I'm throwing it out there. And um, <laughs> and this is this is all completely about me, and it's dealing with my inner fears and, and my paranoia, and not the frogs. It's oh. dealing with my fat fears, uh, my personal fat <laughs> shaming. Let's talk about it, you guys. Winter is coming. The light is low. The comfort food is delicious. The beer is getting darker, and the bike is getting lonely. Uh, if you're like me, you're already seeing a decline. I, I'm going to say to the listening audience right now, I am three pounds heavier than I was a couple weeks ago. And um, it's, it, I, I'm freaking out. Do I, you need I, another beer? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is an athletic, actually. Um, while this is normal and probably quite healthy in the scheme of things, right? Jackson, like you were saying at the onset of the show, it's like, okay, I'm fine with a little decline now. Yeah. And okay, you know, and I guess I should be okay with a five, you know, three to five pound weight gain you know i'm I'm not pulling it on jan ulrich here but you know that's for the old people yeah ulrich used to get chubby yes, in the did. winter but it's always worked out for him we all have our fall and winter routines and let's share what has worked and what needs to be worked on and potentially come up with some ideas on how to get better or at least stop the proverbial bleeding i guess when it comes to to fitness um um, so, uh, gentlemen, w- what do you do to keep fit in the off season in the in the winter months? Um, Jackson, you just went to school and you were young, and so you just you're burning like 100 calories a minute right now, just sitting yeah. there. So just wait. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say that um, I personally got pretty lucky with uh, my grandfather's metabolism. Uh, yeah. I I eat something skip and, to generation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I eat something and it's boom, immediately I have burned it. Yeah. That's just how I work. I have always been that way. That's why I'm so skinny. Um but also during the winter, uh I usually uh ride Zwift. Um I ride outside a good amount. I, I really like that feeling of riding outside. Um I'll brave as much cold as i possibly can i can only take so much uh but yeah i i still try and ride as much as i can you know um do other things here and there but i'm pretty comfortable with i've i'm now coming to terms with that kind of winter off season kind of laying low a little bit you know it that's how life works having a job still trying to get used to my routine that's that's another thing that that i need to get used to with zwift um I love it, but I have to come home and have the energy to be able to do it now, which I'm interested to see how that w- winter job thing comes together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucks, man. It yeah. sucks. I'm not an early morning person. I can't work out in the morning. I've set my alarm nope. early in the morning, and every time I've hit snooze, I have I've never been able to do it. But, uh, uh, Paul, ha- what do you do? Well, I don't think it's working because I've been, done it for quite some time, and I've, it seems like I gain a lot of weight. This is a guy who brought over boont cakes yeah, tonight. I brought out yeah. some boont cakes. Boont cakes. Yeah, um, yeah and that, that's a problem. It's it's like you know the people you hang, especially when you get older. There's a lot more gathering. You hang out with friends. Yeah. Hey, you want to go grab a beer? It's a lot easier. Um, so yeah, 
I, I think I, I, I've talked about this before, probably for the last three years that I've been on the show that, you know, I want to do yoga and stuff. And I think I just need to find a time spot and making that commitment. I need to do something other than just riding bikes. And when I can ride outside, I will. Um, and I, you know, I still want, you know, a cyclocross bike just for the winter or the bad weather or that type of stuff. So, uh, that's where I get the most joy. But I, and when I think back, there's, you know, there's a, a time to rest. I mean, and I think mentally, too, when you're not, you know, we haven't really hit it for the last two years. So it's really yeah. hard for me to get motivated to work out indoors or outdoors because I don't have my target. Like I said, has always been bike racing. So yeah. it's like I got pretty excited a little bit this year but we had some smoke roll in and then yeah. you know yeah. that type of thing so um yeah so i i think I'm, I'm hoping to you know do a little bit more core workout um yoga and then for me i chase a calendar and that's where the mental part of it i started looking after january they start popping up the washington state bicycle mm-hmm. association has their calendar pops up and then i start making targets and then doing the research, seeing who's raced that in the past, what they're, you know, you know, who's my category, what's the course like, what are they doing, their options, and that gets the mental juices. Then I can really, by January 1st, it's usually I shave the legs. It's a <laughs> mental thing. I don't need it at that point in time. But I shave the legs. I mean, I just sit there, and it's it's ready to go. I'm going full steam ahead. So, And I've, I've, I have personally found that um – I, I too really didn't start until January of this last year. I mean, I was mm-hmm. doing stuff. I was kind of trying to keep involved. I think wasn't the unendorsed classic in December last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, so we I, we were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But but yeah. Consistency is a huge thing. Sure. Sure. Um. You incorporate the stairs from hell, Paul. Mm-hmm. Where did what's uh, describe that workout? Why it's a part of your winter regimen and why well uh funny you mentioned that because my wife says when are you gonna start doing the stairs yeah you this know, was so. always your thing yeah did you ever do that with this jackson no but i'm here for it this year yeah, oh, all right man okay oh. so it, it's in spokane there's uh no one knows it's it's a mystery of these stairs it's six three steps i keep to expecting to see joaquin phoenix dancing down them in the joker yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're, except they're shittier the stairs they're yeah. shittier yeah. stairs yeah, yeah. And it's steep. When you stand at the bottom, you're looking straight up. Yeah. It is a big climb. Yeah. And a lot of people in this area on the South Hill use it. There was an old gentleman who's got, if you look, there's these old stone pillars. So going back, let me digress. No <laughs> one knows who installed these. They've been around since like really? 1900s. Yeah. Huh. The city didn't do it. Somebody paid to have these steps put in. And so... In the winter, when it gets bad snows, they they close one half of it off, you know. But if it, they have these stone kind of like basalt pillars mm-hmm. that they've, you know, stacked, you know, and they're flat on the top. And you, if you look, people have twigs and rocks, and that's how they, how they keep track. They go up to the top and move a stone over to the other pillar, and so that's and they know they've climbed it. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of a Blair Witch yeah. feel, but but in a in a cute yeah. way. Yeah, a cute Blair Witch. A, yeah, very yeah. cute. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, I use it for interval purposes, and it is exhausting for me. You know, oh. and I do like like the routine where I do every step, every other step. You know, I do yeah. like sets of threes, and and I have this pattern that I've done and worked up, and it's I've always benefited from from that. 
Um, I did a, a rubbish job of even doing it last year. I think I only did it three times. But I used to do it once a week. And it's it's great. Um, it's an alternative. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done it with you maybe three times, mm-hmm. I think. And each time by the end of the workout, you're kind of getting that coughing up. Yep. You're, you're tasting crit a little cough. bit of the mm-hmm. yeah, the crit cough. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's a in in the middle of winter, it's just that cold air. It's just it just mm-hmm. destroys you. It's it's a I mean, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Um and do you, it is it just a I mean, I, you can't really say it's going to be the most beneficial cycling workout in the world, but is it just something for you that, like, pounds the heart rate, gets that suffer, keeps that going in your brain, that, that pain tolerance? Yeah, I mean, a cardiovascularly and, and yeah. getting recovery is great. It is something that diverts me away from just cycling, cycling, you know, Yeah. which is what I've always done. Um, as I get older, too, I know that my lateral strength, my ankles and stuff are getting worse because I don't do anything. I used to play mm-hmm. basketball in the off season. Your your good friend and old teammate Mike Myronley and I used to go down to <laughs> Gonzaga and and just do you know do pickup games and stuff. And really? I, yeah, we used to play basketball all the time. Um, so, but I don't do that anymore because I'll snap an Achilles. You know, you, <laughs> who knows what else is happening? Yeah, yeah, hey boys. I need a different one that isn't just that you know. But yeah. Um, how about, so cross training is is I remember that was a big thing uh, cross country skiing running mm-hmm. um, you know some but now everybody's switching to kind of fat bike or you know and things like that um, I would love to cross country ski I just don't have the the funding for it I am a big downhill skier I think I'm one of the last ones in my family I'm looking at Jackson he's like yeah you are I, hate I just the hate the cold I hate yeah, the too. cold me yeah. too yeah and so um, downhill skiing. If you do it right, your heart gets slamming. You get you get going. I mean, it's not riding chairlifts and drinking beer all day, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it's you know it's not winter golf. I just want people to know that. Um, and but cross country skiing is an absolute great crossover. Great, yeah, I bet. yeah. But here's my problem with it. And I got set up with skate skis, and I, I didn't really properly learn how to skate ski, which I probably would have really enjoyed. But I did you know, diagonal classic style. Sure. Um, and the thing is, is you, you wake up in the morning, uh, you look at your temperature, you know, on classic, <laughs> and you're guessing what kind of wax, kick wax. Yeah. I uh, get all that prepped and you're an hour and a half to get to like Mount Spokane. You're almost two hours into it. You're going to last about an hour, hour and a half. That's at a the most. That's time. A, and you're exhausted. Then you have to pack everything up. Right. And you got mm-hmm. another, hour and a half two hours you get home you got to get everything unpacked yeah it, it's just like oh no that's not me if there was a way i could cross-country ski in my backyard or in a park ah that would be awesome yeah see that's, that's not that's my thing with skiing in general so like let's say you go to schweitzer which if for the listeners that don't know that's about two hours out yeah. um from yeah. spokane washington um at that point Especially with the price of it all, because oh, we yeah. know the price. Yeah. Holy hell. Just under 100 bucks a day. Yeah. 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 Which, um, drive two hours, you get up at the ass crack of dawn. <laughs> like 6.30. Yeah. Which. Yeah. What? Ass crack? That's for him. That's it. That's <laughs> well, I get up yeah. at six every he day. Does. So, yeah. so you don't want to do it on the weekend. Exactly. Right? That's yeah. See, yeah. that's the thing. And yeah. then you get there, you spend three hours there, and then you go home and you're like, 
I'm exhausted, but most of the day was spent driving. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the tough part for me. Yeah. Especially you freeze your ass off all day. And if you spent, <laughs> let's say, 80 bucks on a, on a ticket and the snow's shit, and you you might guilt yourself into saying I got to get 12, 15 runs in because yeah. I, because yeah. I just spent eighty bucks on the ticket yeah. Yeah. and and you do you ever get to... twelve runs in? Have you? Yeah. What's do you? Yeah, usually I mean it's my, never that crowded my, anymore. Oh, it it is, but mm-hmm. the high speed lifts it doesn't it doesn't yeah. affect it so much anymore. I mean, I always base a a, a good day off of ten at least ten runs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's eight bucks a run. You know, blah 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 blah. Put in that. You know, everything like that. It breaks down. And um, I've always loved it. I mean, I've skied since I was four years old downhill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I raced for a long time. And so it's 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 the thing for me. But uh, um, weights or strengthening? You guys gonna? That, well, you, Paul, you mentioned yogurt. Yoga, yogurt, yogurt, yogurt. I like yogurt. yogurt too. I need some <laughs> big fattening dairy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, even even if I do push ups, sit ups, you know, mm-hmm. uh, planks, that type of thing, I think I don't need too much weight. Um, I mentioned to Bike Fit Sam that I'd like to work on my left leg, the one that I tore sure. my hamstring. So, and you know, it's just a matter of setting that up, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I think any anything other than what I've done for the last <laughs> five years is going to help me out. I need core. Yeah, I, I do. Too. My back is so bad. I get up like I, I come out of uh, the, my sofa like a sprinter in the track where you got to stay low and slowly kind of come up. <laughs> that's that's how I am. I'm just like going, oh, making dad I'm noises. Up. There I'm good. There I'm good. Yeah. Now I'm up to speed. And I think it's yeah, it's time to probably pay a lot mm. more attention to that kind of stuff this year. And so I'm going to be doing a lot of that. Um, so how about some winter challenges to give you something to prepare for? Just kind of brainstorming here. Because like Jackson, I remember your knighthood attempt was attempt was a huge motivator for you. Yeah, and it was uh, way too much of a whim, I will say. Sure. Um, I, My girlfriend and I were talking about it the other day, funnily enough. Um, but I did not train for that at all. <laughs> and that was like beginning of january so hardcore midwinter where i had not been riding that hard and that was one of the hardest things i did up until bwr but yeah it was like that yeah i was gonna mention having a having a motivator in that time is a big helper Mm -hmm. for winter fitness yeah do you have anything that kind of keeps you going well other than what i i said but i think i'm gonna do a slight sponsor plug i'm really interested in the systems yeah. From Wahoo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I'll look at it and um, I'll probably do it. Uh, my Wahoo snap is not, it must have been a turd from the get go. And I didn't I've know. I've got one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll do that. You can take mine. Oh, okay. My, wife, I, I, my wife's never going to fight on you. Why are we whispering? We're whispering because my wife's in the same house. <laughs> she <laughs> could hear us. If I, if I whisper it, it does, it's, it's like. Moving in front of a T Rex. Well, what we'll do, we'll <laughs> swap them. Yeah, she'll never know. She'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be like, Pat, this is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, What's going on? Welcome to my world, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, that, that'll work. I thought that's all yeah. you liked. Take it. mine. Yeah. Take, take it seriously, yeah. because yeah. Well, so I'd, I'd like to do that, especially because you know now supper Supperfest is a part of the Wahoo. Mm-hmm. I don't like the cartoon thing. The interactive. Yeah. Upload a burrito or. a some kind of helmet truck thing that just doesn't that interest me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it just, I don't know. 
It it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't interest me at all. But I mean, because I spent so much time, you know, in in my past looking at old race videos and sure. sitting on the rollers, then the Supperfest looks more like something that I would probably connect to. Yeah. It is a lot like than that. little cartoons and Mario Brothers and stuff. over two hundred workouts. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, yeah, this sounds like a gigantic sponsor plug, but I've been a f- member and fan of the Supperfest <clears throat> since Dave McQuillan was doing it in his basement. Well, in the and systems there, like when you first mentioned it, I mean, they have yoga. They have yeah. like other yeah. things outside weights. of just like strength weights. training. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. weights. Yeah. You use a water bottle. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, those are the things that now I've got one package as opposed to like mm-hmm. my cycling, I mean, uh, access to cycling races. Mm-hmm. I have like four apps yeah. to watch bike racing. Yeah. So now I've got yeah. just for indoor training. I don't have to have a bunch of stuff. Four Everything's there. Ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson, would you do something like our uh, virtual classic again? Would it, would that be something that would intrigue you or you think you'd do it again? Yeah. 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 I think I would do something very similar to that. Um, I'll probably do some Zwift races because I love that competitive edge. It's something that like kind of yeah. gets me going. So I'll probably do some of those, um, especially now that I got a space, yeah. which is 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 a big thing to mention with this type of stuff. You know, oh yeah, having yeah exactly um, having a uh, a good space for your training is so important. When you do it in your bedroom, when your cat's freaking out, it's just you don't you're not going to get the same result out of it Mm -hmm. you end up cutting it short or something like that you know you know it's just it just sucks and i've recently come to realize that having a dedicated room for that oh my god it makes the experience way better Mm -hmm. it's it's really nice for the listener i'd like to know if they'd like something like that again a stage race or even just single day kind of things or or even time trials or something like that i think it'd be kind of interesting um i was going to talk about a news story earlier and then what would have brought me to this but what do you guys what, would you guys ever consider like a this is really horrible to say this a, an hour record attempt of your own like a in like a competition amongst friends it's like you can ride whatever trainer you want you can ride whatever platform you want but it's you on your bike for 60 minutes straight whoever goes the farthest wins that's an interesting idea i do like the idea i, I like that friendly yeah. hour record uh-huh. not you know not like trying for some kind of zwift or anything like that i just mm-hmm. you know i i think for me i like the idea but for me it's like you know if on the road or on the track for mm-hmm. an hour record, I mean, the conditions are all the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's as much as they try and equal all of our, you know, trainers and stuff, they're not equal. No. So someone's going to really either lose big time or win easily. Sure. I mean, the, that potential is always there. But if you do it just for shits and giggles, yeah, I think it'd be fine. Aerodynamics yeah. don't count. No, it doesn't. Nope. Yeah. No. Not at all. And that's where I lose out because that's... <laughs> now, how much faster are your wheels rolling on a set of rollers? Are they... Is your bike moving faster on rollers oh. with less resistance? So, oh, you're, you're thinking not using... If I were to just take a standard set of rollers, put my computer on my bike with a speed sensor, mm-hmm. that's the other problem you'd have to worry about because you don't have a proper speed sensor anymore. Yeah. So the only way you could do it, you would have to do it like find a course on Zwift, like you did on. The, yeah, and just you say do this course, or mm-hmm. or you have to do this loop for an hour. Yeah. Okay. Like like 
what is it, the volcanoes yeah, or whatever yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, Something yeah. fairly flat. Or or London. London has a yeah, TT track London that you can flat. go. Yeah. Yeah. Just round and round and round. I think it'd be I think it'd be funny. Or beer mile. I think a beer mile would be funny. You guys know what a beer mile is, no. right? Oh, it's 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 the running. Do. It's a running challenge where you go to a track and because you know four laps of a track is mm. is a mile. Yeah. Every time you come in, you have to ch- you have to pound a beer. What kind of beer? Any kind of beer. I'm not going to. It's not going to be a. No, not what you're drinking here. <laughs> no. But I'm just saying you pound a beer, and by the end of it, you're you're a little buzzed, and you're probably on the verge of vomiting. And th- on a bike, you don't do that because you you're, fall over. You're going to fall yeah. over and kill yourself. But on a stationary bike, Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. How about this? How about this? I'll throw it out there. All right. New Year's Eve. I don't know when it fall on. We could do 31st. that. We could film it. <laughs> And so we could have us chugging beers every lap or whatever we set on. Yeah. Each person. And just just and going into New Year's. Our beer mile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't be hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if I'd condone it, but, you know, we could all. Well, work. I'm not falling over. Yeah. 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 You're going to stay on a stationary <laughs> bike. So we're good. Jackson, you're going to have to find a beer because if you chug ciders, I think it's going to hang. Unless we, unless we match the alcohol content okay. on our beer. Yeah, because these, one I've got here is 6.5. So. Oh. I can find a beer like that. Yeah. I chug half of this. Yeah. yeah. Half, <laughs> so you'd only, but so you'd have to figure out it's, it's ounces. Not a mile, obviously. No, we'd have to figure out like a lap, whatever, yeah, whatever like, course you figure out, we'd have to get the details. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it would, so what does a mile take for running? So people for doing super six, fast seven, runners, let's seven say minute, six miles, six miles, six minutes, six yeah. minute miles. Yeah. yeah. So we just figure out what at what point, like every six minutes or maybe every 10 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you're covering, then that's when you yeah. stop. I'm trying to think what would 10 minute w- effort and chug a beer. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minute effort, chug a beer four times though. Yeah. <laughs> I like see this. I could get excited. I mean, for. Weren't we? Wasn't the topic about staying healthy and yeah. in good shape? But something so to train for. Yeah. Jackson's <laughs> got to get his alcohol tolerance up. Um, how about uh, since we're talking about it? Since Paul's potentially talking about joining system, because we didn't have the punishment test, we didn't do the punishment. We didn't do the time yeah. trial this year. I say we make Paul agree to a four DP test. On that bike, on the funny bike, I gotta find Hooked a seat up to post. A trainer. Yeah, that might. But it, it it's not that. Snap. Yeah, it's not that bad if it's in yeah. the trainers when you're on the road. But because that position is not that. You haven't done a 40p test. No, I haven't. This is, uh, and I don't want this to turn into a gigantic ad for, for I, is, Wahoo, but it is. Uh, crack me if I'm wrong, Jackson. It is a warm up. It's two all out sprints as hard as you can go. And then a five-minute effort, five and minute, then a twenty twenty-minute effort, and then and a then a one-minute effort, and by the end of it, you very well consider a career in golf. It is horrible, but it it's your base. It's your it's your how you establish your entire training format for the plat- platform. So you do and it. And you want me to base my platform based on no you just really do that on position. that bike you do it again some <laughs> other time but for the sake of video and the audience yeah. laughing at your expense yeah you do it on the funny bike yeah hmm. or maybe you just do it on your regular bike and we film that anyway because it's horrible yeah it's fucking terrible 
So, uh, or an hour record attempt on the funny bike. There we go. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think it could be fun. Um, and, or there are other things like out there, like, um, and yeah, again, I can't believe this is turning into an advertisement, but competitive cyclists just put out a challenge. Um, ride 13 hours from October 10th to the 31st. That's not that bad. No. Well, that's, you know, that's road or 21 days. Anything, indoor, outdoor, whatever you want. They're putting these things out. And they're, you know, Strava does stuff like this, too, yeah, where uh-huh. they have their challenges and stuff like that to help you kind of keep motivated. I don't know. I think it, you know. I and, and, and competitive cyclists is offering up prizes, drawings, mm. things like that. You know, um, uh, System, a.k.a. the Sufferfest, used to do a tour of Sufferlandria mm-hmm. every February where you did a specific workout or workouts for a full week. And... Um, and they had gigantic prize drawings at the end of that too, and I, I thought I thought it was cool. It was, it, again, these are ways to keep you motivated. Something mm-hmm. to say, oh, in February I got to be ready for this whatever it might, they might yeah. change the name to. So things like that. Has anybody ever taken a sp- actual spinning class? No. A, a, like yes. go to a studio. You have uh, years years ago. Um, Spokane Club. A couple of guys from the morning ride said, "Hey, why don't you come down and yeah. try this spin class?" And it was interesting. Um, you know, that was before all the, the disco stuff going on with the flashing lights and stuff. It was a guy who was actually a very strong um, triathlete, but he crossed a line where he had, had his, like, stand-up sit-down, which is fine, doing all this, like, intervolt, yeah. cool-down, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, now pedal backwards. And I'm like, no. What? <laughs> That's just stupid. And then a couple of, hey, you're supposed to pedal backwards. No, I'm not pedaling backwards. There's no reason for me to ever... I'll never pedal backwards. Yeah. I don't. I don't dry, ride fixies, and even yeah. if you do, you don't do it unless you do a trick bike stuff. So I would pay. Yeah. I would pay for a video of Paul attending a modern day spinning. Yeah, class. It, it's different from the one I went. Wouldn't to. that be just to, you know lights off? You know, <laughs> yeah. glow glow lights, shit like black lights everywhere. Yeah. And Paul attends the spinning class. <laughs> I would pay for that. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> listeners, listeners, we get enough people to demand it. I bet we could talk Paul into it. You know. Or, uh, you know, I know somebody who does spin classes at the union. Do you really? Yeah. I, don't, I haven't talked to her for a while, but if it ever comes to that, we'll see. I see. Okay. It's up to the listeners. You guys got to chime in and let us know. Um, other thing that I think it'd be interesting for us to do and other people to do and let us know is to test other virtual cycling platforms. There's Be Cool, there's Trainer Road. There's RGT, which I didn't know. Road Grand Tours Cycling. It's it's competitor to it's kind of Zwift and things like that. And there are a couple out there. I think it'd be kind of fun to try some of those things out. The the RGT ones actually allows you to upload your own GPX files, and it'll try cool. to create cool. a ride for you based upon your mm-hmm. own you know, what what you've done. So I th- I think it'd be kind of interesting. And you know, and of course, I, Paul, I'd love to get your input uh, as a newbie to the Wahoo system and see yeah. what you think. So yeah. I mean, if you do it, so. Uh, there we go. Um, how do you guys pass the time um, while training? In That's the a personal question. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. D- I mean, movies, audio, podcast, books, TVs, TV, movies, others. I know a guy who used to say he would start a ride on Monday night football at the kickoff and ride until the closing of the game. Oh, that sucks. Which is oh. over three hours. Yeah, easy four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have found that 
music. Well, okay, this has a backstory to it. Um, so my sophomore year, I had a fairly awful roommate um, of college, and I found that music was something that really like soothed that hate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, music has been something that kind of like relaxes me, kind of makes me feel like Rage of the Machine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. you! I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, except my roommate, you know, had a 1980s desktop. So, what? Uh, another story. Yeah, another right, story. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, so I, that's what I that's what I use. It helps. Music helps music. me focus in a lot of ways. Um, and it doesn't matter what it is. It can either be slow, fast, medium, whatever. Um, it just helps me kind of get in the zone and kind of get everything out i also have found that uh matt stevens his podcast a former uh Mm -hmm. guest of our own here um he that that is something that i find very entertaining friend of the show man yeah yeah yeah. i i I found that very entertaining in a lot of ways i listen to uh lachlan morton cassia niwi adoma a lot of these different writers whenever i just kind of am on there it helps me laugh every once in a while so sure i like that type of stuff Paul, hey, what do you do? You you put in old 1980s videos. Well, right? I used yeah. to, yeah, yeah. And obviously, I'm a little burned out because I haven't done it, you know, yeah. <laughs> a year and a half, I think. Um, no, and I would I would listen to music while I was, you know, watching those old videos and stuff. Sure. But, um, yeah, I think it, you know it's time for me to approach a little bit different. Um, you know, like I said, that systems and stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do listen to podcasts at work time, but I don't like working out to podcasts. It's just not the same. And yeah. you know, for those of you working out right now, keep going. Yeah, exactly. do another interval. You yeah. got this. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you got, got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, the in the old days, there was a the old Star Trek used to come on. I'm not a oh science fi guy. Yeah, but because it was so campy and cheesy. <laughs> It like entertained me, and then during commercials, I would do intervals every time we broke oh, for a commercial. Wow. And the worst part is that at the half hour, it was like four minutes, and so I had to do like a four minute, you know, like try and, and you're just hanging on by a thread, and you're thinking, oh, this has got to be the last commercial, so yeah. I'll push it. Oh shit, it's yeah. another thirty second one, yeah. Mister Microphone commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Mister <like> Microphone. <laughs> just trying to think of something really old. <laughs> that is old. Um. No, that's a good thing. That's a good way to yeah, do it. If you I mean, find a way show, to mix it yeah. up like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I uh I'm I'm a big audiobook guy. I have an Audible account and I listen to a lot of that stuff um constantly throughout the throughout the winter. I go through I fly through books that way. Um while on the on the bike training. Yeah, while on the bike, yeah. You know. Do you do any you just listen and turn? Yeah. You no, I, I put my specific workouts on the T V screen. And listen to a book. Oh, I don't. Wow. I turn off, for example, Sufferfest or System. Mm-hmm. I turn off the sound effects. Or if I'm riding Zwift, I turn off all that stuff, and I'll just watch it. But I listen to the book on uh, via my phone. See, w- if I'm putting in a hard effort, I don't think I'll be listening. Really, I'd be thinking That's about. That's I am too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd well, be shutting down. I'll tune or in and out. Or not putting in enough effort. Yeah. I'd be thinking. If I'm yeah. listening to this, I'm not going hard enough. I'll yeah. tune in and out. You know, mm-hmm. mind you, if I'm doing a if I'm doing a, a Zwift race or something like that, shit, I'm listening to you know Green Day and Foo Fighters and hard you know fuck you you know Rage, Rage Against the Machine, machine. Yeah. yeah, exactly stuff like that because I need that that kind of energy. But if I know that you know if I'm doing a structured interval workout, yeah, I'll 
I'll listen to a book and I love it. I think hmm. it's great. Hmm. Yeah. Or I, a podcast. You know what? The irony <laughs> is that I've, you know, I've been in this industry since 1999 and there aren't a ton of them that I'm really huge into. You know, there are some, don't get me uh-huh. wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I, I well, obviously I like the format, mm-hmm. but uh, there aren't a ton that I'm like, oh my God, I need to do one of this. I started like yeah. cutting some of the fat, some of the ones that, yeah. you know, it's like they get halfway into it. But Matt Stevens has, he always has a good chuckle. That's a all great of, guy. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he had he there for. The I uh, guess that snack was one yeah. of these little contests. Yeah. And the latest one is during the women's tour in Britain. He was interviewing people, like Lizzie Dygdon was one yeah. of them. And it's like, what kind of biscuit do you have with the cup? None of them had. He had like this jingle. It's like everything's been a bust, but he keeps running with it. You know, he does a good job. <laughs> when we when I had him on the sh- on the interview, you guys can find it on the website. I, I started off by saying, okay, what am I drinking now? Uh-huh. And I went... <laughs> <laughs> then he said, "Well, it's nighttime there, so I'm yeah. guessing it's a yeah. tea or something like nice. that." Yeah. He he got the joke. He yeah, got yeah. that I was a fan and, yeah. and busting his balls a little bit. But uh, funny guy, great, yeah, one of the one of the great and great announcers of the sport. I love when he's doing. The show. I do have to say that something else I'm going to probably use when I'm just doing a standard ride are the GCN movies. I watched the challenge yeah. one of the of the tandem ride mm-hmm. uh, endurance ride. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen that one really good documentary filmmaking those guys are doing i think it's um i think they're doing they do really fun stuff and mm-hmm. a great way to pass the time you know you got an hour video you just ride for it or something like that have you seen any of the legends i've seen the you museo the yeah. museo legends yeah, yeah of course i had to watch that one oh, but yeah. yeah yeah great stuff so what do you guys hope to enter the spring like in terms of fitness realistically um, you know, um, for example, last year I made a point in January to say, okay, God damn it. I'm going to, I'm going to shed some kilos. I want to get down, you know, around the 200 mark, you know? Yeah. I'm saying my weight on a podcast and I, I feel weird whenever I do, but, um, and now I'm obsessed with it, but, uh, <laughs> but I wanted to come into the spring with a specific strength level and i'm being more specific this year i want to be even more i don't want to come into this 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 new spring in the same fitness as i did last spring i Mm -hmm. want to be better off Mm -hmm. because i think i can be do you guys have uh objectives or is it just kind of work out as hard as i can and see what happens um i think i would love to do a little bit of weight stuff um i'd love to look Obviously, the human version of what Alaphilippe would look like in April. Um, I want, like, I'd like to be a little bit stronger uh, than I am now and be able to um, put out power for a little bit longer than I can. Um, Because I found that I do have that short burst, but I can't sustain that short burst. So I'd like to be able to do that. So I think that's what I'd like to achieve come that time. Are you going to need to require on numbers to do that? The uh, Watts, things yeah, like that. That's you- interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I haven't used it before, uh, and this is probably the strongest time I've ever, like the, in and around now and a couple weeks ago is the strongest I've been ever, I would say. Um, so I, I don't know if I need that, but I would like to actually have that strength come the time that it needs not end of summer like 
I found sure. that I'm getting into my best shape when when the weather is starting to change. So I'd like <laughs> to be in my best shape coming June. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. 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 Paul. Well, um, <clears throat> I think my biggest flaw is, is consistency, and and then when I'm consistent is when I have some accountability. I need to have some accountability. So you need to get drunk and sign up for races. Is what you got to do. That, that doesn't that doesn't work for me. But it, 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 I want to race, but that doesn't do it for me. It it works a different way. If like if there's a group of people who say, hey, every Wednesday, like that. That TNT for me is like that is a goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to start seeing. It's like I have to show up. I told people I'm going. You know what I mean? Or, you know, like, like let's say pack filler. We'll meet every other Saturday and do like wind training, or we'll watch yeah. a video or do something. That's where I get my most success, and and that's when I'm with teams. When teams have a tendency to say, "Hey, we have," like uh, my old boss has a, a pretty good sized garage, and he used to. We used to have twelve used people to. sit Great. there, yeah, yeah, and they, and we'd bullshit on it, and then somebody goes, "Hey, let's sprint," you know, and we'd sprint or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I mean, all that. I think if if I can find like a, a you know a group of people that want to do yoga with me, I could find a, find a, a a yogi that would probably want to do a class or willing wow. willing wow. to do a yeah. class. I mean, it, nothing's more fun to see a bunch of you know tight stream horribly yeah. unflexible, unflexible people yeah, yeah, yeah. on a bike oh what are we doing here oh, I just yeah. farted yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. so um you know that that type of stuff i think i will see an increase i don't i don't typically gain too much weight through the winter Fucker. um well i i i try and watch what i eat and, yeah. and try and at least do something but i can gain weight but yeah um but those are the things that hopefully will come about. Like yeah. if people want to join me on, on doing the stairs yeah. type of thing. I'd Accountability and, and consistency. I will say that um, since moving back here to Spokane, riding with everybody has kept me accountable and kept mm-hmm. me in yeah. that form and that shape. So I'm interested to see how that continues on yeah. with the winter because having you guys around keeps me accountable. I want to be able to keep at the front of these rides mm-hmm. and that nobody's whipping me on the back and saying you have to do this or else you're not going to get paid next week it's just yeah yeah that's my own competitive nature and yeah. I don't, that's not going in a way yeah it's become an obsession yeah for me yeah. for me especially because yeah. i i it, if you would have asked me this a year ago there's no way i would have been this paranoid about it but now i'm just like oh no <laughs> two pounds ah! you know I'm i about, hate you know, myself yeah I, start you know, flogging my wife, yeah, yeah my exactly. wife comes in and i got my arm on a butcher's block and i'm gonna cut it off from the elbow down <laughs> that's two pounds isn't it hon? that's about Put two it pounds on the scale yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're gonna be fine right oh god you know and so it's just i you know i don't want to become a obsessed prick about it where my wife's just going oh my god you're no fun mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. would you have a fucking french fry and a beer and quit mm-hmm. worrying about it you know and so at that and you can yeah and mm-hmm. at that point i you know three to five pounds for the winter i guess that's going to be okay mm-hmm. not 30 pounds like i lost this year so eat, you know eat what you want but in portions just, yeah, the, yeah. the problem for me is when it gets around thanksgiving and then i'm just like <laughs> Oh. I'm moaning. I'm so yeah. full. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And you're just laying on the couch. And then the next day you're like, you got your 
Thanksgiving feast, feast uh, hangover. Yeah. He's like, you know, I feel a little sluggish. You know, I'll get it to to it on Sunday or yeah. whatever, you know. So. Yeah. But it's just portions. Cold weather just. Cold weather sucks. Yeah. It yeah. so does. It's yeah. so slow and so it. relaxed. And we lose light. We lose daylight here so quickly. Yep. And it's just we becomes a depression. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys don't, but I work in a windowless basement all year. I, my classroom is in a basement. I work in theaters. They're dark. You le- you go to work. It's dark. You leave at the end of the day. It's dark. You just you just, just want to quit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just brutal. But hey, let's end the show on that happy note. All right, there we go. Yeah. Hey. So darkness. Um, yeah. For you guys listening and and gals listening, uh, the gals. Do people see, still say gals? Well, women, guys, and girls. No, girls. Well, just oh, makes what, it stupid. You? No. no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, big, big big thanks on Mariah Rook. I forgot to uh, thank her on the show uh, to have her on. As she always says, she likes to come on and bash the boys' club. And you know, and I like she posed that question to us last week. Was like, what do you guys think about the men's races being shorter? Mm-hmm. And we all just kind of went. God, Shit, that's it. a good idea. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so I, you know, I'm not going to say we're chauvinistic pricks, but we. It's nice to have somebody come on the air and just kind of say, "Hey, have you ever thought about it this way?" And that's that's what's great. And I think that's what needs to happen in the the, the I don't I, you know the men and women's perspectives mm-hmm. um and and i i love having on mariah on because she she gives a shit but she doesn't give us she doesn't call us assholes because mm-hmm. i think we you know we try to make an effort here so um we know what we are yeah we're assholes absolutely she didn't have to call yeah, us exactly yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we we posed a lot of stuff to you guys listeners number one um what do you guys think about um some events over the winter to keep us going number two what do you think about making paul do a spinning class uh, uh you know oh, and, and yeah exactly i'm putting that out there and uh you know and and those types of things and how do you keep going through the winter and what do you think are some cool ideas to kind of give us all something to not you know to train for it's that event it's that you know when we signed up for belgian waffle jackson i knew that i had to get my shit together and i had to have it dialed in by the by the date and so four or five months back i was thinking about it i was obsessing about it and i was working on it and and that changes the game Paul, you talk about getting that schedule in January Mm -hmm. and COVID fucks everything up. But looking at that schedule and saying, "Okay, this year, Tour de Bloom drink, you know, is is in April. I'm going to train for it. Yeah. And I'm going to be ready for it. And that gets your body going and gets your brain Mm -hmm. going and stuff like that. So it gets you out to those goddamn stairs. Yep. There we go. There we go. So those are the things to pose and let us know what you think. Um, once again, Paul Maine, thanks for being here, buddy. Thank you, Jackson Bulger. Thanks for coming home for a few minutes. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> your mother's been worried sick. I'm kidding. I bet. I'm kidding. And uh, to you guys out there, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, do all those kinds of things. Um, and once again, we are we are not always, but. Whenever we do a show from the studio, we're live. We're live on Vimeo. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. And we're, of course, live on Podbean. So check us out there and uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. It's time your wife let the bender. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.